I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. Now we're, we are recording. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right. So welcome to Very Unreasonable Things. I'm Billy Bone and joining me is Daniel Sanders. Hello. Well, you sound so energetic. I am. We are finishing up our Universal Monsters block of movies. And this episode, we're talking about the Wolfman. Yep. Now, he ain't lying. One thing that I've been trying to do with some of with the newer episodes is take more notes, which is in stark contrast to your strategy of taking zero notes. Yeah, no notes. <laughs> Don't worry. I, uh, I think I can guide us through this uh, episode. Well, I mean, I usually pull up some shit for interesting tidbits, you know? Yeah. But I like to watch it. Like, I just watched it an hour ago, you know? I do, yeah. I see. I, I watched half of it when I was on lunch today, and then I watched the other half when I got home from work. I'm surprised you didn't knock the whole thing out on your lunch break. Well, yeah. Well, it, it still takes, like, seven minutes to get home and seven minutes to get back to work, so I couldn't watch the whole 70 minutes that this movie runs. Yeah, it's funny because it is a 70-minute movie, but it actually, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, this is going to fly by. But actually, it was packed full of enough shit to where it actually felt like it was longer than 70 minutes. Yeah. Yep. So, The Wolfman came out in 1941. Um, Neither of us were alive. Oh, no. I don't even think our parents were alive. My parent, my dad, my mom and dad weren't alive in 1941. That's for sure. So, you know, this is uh, from way back. But yeah, 1941 had a budget of $180,000. I couldn't find a box office. And now, granted, I didn't look too long. I <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much like Wikipedia didn't have it. Wikipedia didn't have it. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> hold on. Let me look to see how long it's going to take. You got a number yet? No, man. I can only type so fast. Oh, well. I'm not, I, we're not one of those podcasts where it's like we bring it up, but we say something else for, for a little bit. And then somebody in the background is like, it, it grossed 75 million. No, we just stop the podcast and just sit here and look shit up. Yeah, it's like, hold on, everyone. Well, while you're digging through that, I will keep us moving. The movie was directed by George Wagner. Uh, stars Lon Chaney Jr. as Larry Talbert. And has a familiar face in the movie from another movie that we covered previously. But you didn't see him in the movie. Claude Rains, The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which it, one was he? He was the dad of uh, the Wolfman. 
Yeah, that's fucking weird too, man. Because like that didn't they didn't look related. They yeah. didn't even look like they could. They didn't even look like he could be old enough to be his dad. I so got that, that in my strange. Brain. Yeah, it was I've really weird to. My ass was like, has he been calling this guy dad the whole time? <laughs> Find that box yeah, office yet? funny because, no, nah, I still haven't found the box office. I, I just wanted, what I was going to try to do is I was going to try to look deeper into Wikipedia. But that don't deeper. work. The deeper. Yeah, it just brings you right back up to the first page. <laughs> um, so probably, you know, normally we talk about what, are, what is our history with the movie. And with these universal monster movies, I say the same thing all the time. You know, saw them in books when I was in school. That's what kind of was a gateway into horror was the school system. So thank you for that. Elementary school was awesome. So what about you, Daniel? What's your history with the movie? Uh, Today? Yes, exactly. Watched it today. I mean, knew of this existence, you know, like we've been talking about, but it's the first time I've watched it. Like, that's what I was excited about this one here is because it was the first time I'd watched any of them. So I was really excited. So, but yeah, it was my first time watching it today. And it's funny because as I start, as it started, you know, they all start in the credits roll before the movie starts. Yeah. I've talked about that. Um, it was bittersweet because it was like, man, I've enjoyed doing these older movies like this, you know, yeah. we're at the end of another block, you know, and of course we'll do more at some point, but you know, I'm we, sure. uh, we have shown I mean, ourselves to come back to them pretty regularly at this point. Cause it wasn't that long ago. Like we've done like you and I, um, have done them tarantula village of the damned. The Invisible Man. Creature. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Dracula. Frankenstein. And now we're doing the Wolfman. So that's that's eight movies, man. We've, we've done a decent amount. I mean, but, we've pretty much gotten most of them. And, you know, if they were bad movies, we wouldn't, we probably wouldn't have continued on doing them. But I think both of us enjoyed watching the movie, like you said. Yeah. And so it made, it was an easy decision, you know, when we're talking about like, well, Hey, what do we want to do next? Well, let's, let's go back and revisit this and let's take it back a little further and go to like the start of the whole thing pretty much. Yeah. Like the, the, the creatures or not the creatures, the, uh, the universal monsters. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like we said, you know, there's still some stuff that's left out and eventually we'll come back and, you know, maybe do a clean. We still have we still haven't watched the mummy. Um, from everything I've heard, Bride of Frankenstein is a better yep. movie than Frankenstein. Yep, Bride. That's first two that I even thought about. I'd be funny if you said the third one that I was also thinking about. Dracula's daughter. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's the mummy's son-in-law. The mummy's son-in-law. But uh, but no, it's uh. The uh, they are they're trying to think the black and white nineteen forties uh thing from another universe or what? Oh, you tell me what the name thing from another world? Thing from another world. I couldn't remember what the original name of it was or whatever, but I've got it. But 
I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that one until we've done the thing. I'll tell you what. what no, we need to fucking do the thing. We do. I've, we I've do. talked about it fucking forever. I'm so excited for that one. It's such a good movie. I'll tell you, um, like the next time we come back around to black and white, though, there is a movie. I'll go ahead and tell you one of my picks. Yeah. And that's The Blob. Yeah, that'd be cool to check out. But we'll um, come back to that. Okay. Yeah. But I am excited for a whole, like I said, I, I'm, I want to do something else. You know, we'll think of something. Yeah. And come up with something for the next trilogy of movies or whatnot. But I am excited to go back to it again. Um, Cause I think that there's, I think that we probably have like two more black and white blocks before we're just like, Hey, let's watch, let's pick three Vincent Price movies and do those, you know? Yeah. Dude. So this, this doesn't have anything to do with the Wolfman, but I will tell you, and I told Josh, there's a streaming service that I subscribe to called Night Flight Plus. Have you ever uh-huh. heard of Night Flight? Uh-uh. Never. Apparently it was a program that was on USA back in like the eighties and nineties. And they would play like music videos and shit. Yeah. And you could watch like these old episodes. And so I, I've been, you know, watching some of them. Like I watched the one with the Van Halen block of movies, the one with the, not movies, videos. I watched the NXS block of videos. Uh, there was somebody else. I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, Dire Straits. They had a Dire Straits block, but they also got movies on there and they got all these like exploitation films from like the seventies and shit. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. And I didn't, I've never watched really watched like seventies exploitation films, but man, they're so much fun. Like, yeah. Some of them give me an example of a seventies exploitation film. Um, Oh my God. Now that you put me on the spot, I can't even remember the name. Well, my bad. I was just wanting to be informed. (laughs) I know that you needed to start your process completely for your research into what you're talking about. Um, one of them was uh, like like Drive-In Massacre. Um, yeah, we watched Pieces, but I think that was from the '80s. Um, damn! If you wouldn't have asked me, I could have remembered the names of the movies. But I, well, hell, just that one fucking title pretty much got me in the area of where you're talking and I'm down for it. You know, like, um, I, I forgot. I saw a old horror movie, um, poster. I forget where it was, but oh. it was something that was like, Oh shit, that'd be a good one to do. Something goofy like that. It was like some kind of killer mom or a fucking, yeah, it wasn't parents, but you get what I mean. I drink your blood. That was one of the movies we watched. Dude, you talk. Oh man, you talk about a bad shit, crazy movie, man. I drink your blood was it. So I'll, I'll just give you the gist of the plot. Okay. So there's this, the satanic cult and they're leaving from wherever they were at and going to a new area. And their car breaks down, but ultimately they end up assaulting a girl. 
How many people's in this cult? What kind of car are they running around in? Oh my God. I don't remember how many was in there. I'm, I'm just giving you the gist, not the whole thing. So they assault this girl. And I mean, you know, yeah. what else comes along with this assault? You know, like there was sexual assault also. Obviously, so, they're Satan worshipers. Yeah. The grandfather finds out about it and he's, and he's a vet and he's going to, he's going to go, you know, get revenge for his granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. I think his granddaughter. And so he goes to this, and then they're in this little small town. And I'm, and I'm all over the place when I tell you this because, yeah, I get excited and blah, blah, I got blah. You. I'm trying to keep up with you. And I think I'm with you so far. So they, there's a small town. They end up in a small town. The Satan cult ends up in a small town with about 40 people. The town's dying because of, uh, was it a mine or something? I can't remember. The town's dying. So people have moved out. So there's like a bunch of abandoned houses and shit. And so the Satanic cult just takes up in like an abandoned hotel or something like that. The grandfather goes to the, uh, the house and around with a fucking shotgun. They end up taking the gun from him, you know, beating him up and then dropping LSD into his mouth. So the yeah. grandfather comes back to the, to the house where his, uh, grandson and his granddaughter are. And, you know, the grandson's like, what's wrong with grandpa? And the, the daughter's like, they gave him acid. They gave him LSD. And so the, the grandson takes the shotgun, decides he's going to go get revenge. And on the way there, he runs across a rabid dog. Well, he shoots and kills this rabid dog. He goes back. He gets his grandfather's veterinarian bag. He draws blood from this, this rabid dog and he injects this rabid blood into some meat pies and then he sells it to the cult members. If they eat these meat pies, they end up getting rabies and it just escalates from there. Wow. Yeah. I would it's definitely elaborate. I would, I would recommend you watching it. It was a good time. Oh man. There's so many movies that I would have to watch to catch up to what you guys have been watching. I, there's, I just don't have the time anymore, man. At one point I had all the time in the world and it was amazing, but now things are a little bit busier. I got you. Well, you ready to talk about the wolf, man? Oh, yeah. All right. I was Let's, born ready. Well, there you go. Let's talk about the wolf, man. All right. So, movie starts off. They're driving. Where's some notes at, bro? I got it right here. <laughs> driving to Talbert Castle. So, we got the son. He's coming back. This, we get we get our introduction to uh, Larry Talbert. Talbert? Tal, Talbert? 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 I, I, whatever Talbot. I was Talbot. Yeah. Talbot. I'm, I'm just saying it wrong. I'm saying Talbot and just making shit up. At first I was saying Talbot. Talbot. He was silent. These people are fancy. It's 1941. They're probably from like France or something. I don't know. So we get our introduction. He's, it, we see Larry Talbot. He's riding in the car. Tops down. He's just casually smoking a cigarette while they're, you know, driving through the countryside. And we find out that he's coming back home. Like his yeah. brother has died. His his older brother has died. And so he's coming back to the family estate, which is a fucking castle, apparently. Yeah. Now, I get that you're not first in line for succession, you know, to take over the family estate. 
But surely they had something for you where you didn't have to leave the country because he ends up going like to America because they're they're in, I'm assuming England, right? Yeah, they were talking about Scotland like Yard at one point. Yeah, but yeah, you find out that Larry left the country and he went and did some work, I think in like California, and he's like the only person in this movie that doesn't have an accent. I think. Yeah. He, he, find out he was he was gone for 18 years. Yeah, see, uh, uh, I remember the night he had, um, was gone for a while. I couldn't remember how long, but it was so funny how much of like a fish out of water he was. Like everybody was still like obsessed with wolves, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he gets back and is. Learned some creepy shit in America, apparently. Well, apparently he learned how to work on fucking telescopes. Yeah, telescopes and, like, being really fucking creepy with those telescopes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. That's in my notes, actually. But it's funny, man, because whenever like, they're driving up or whatever, it's some of the things that you learn to, like, really uh, enjoy with these older movies, you know, whenever you see the backdrops and things like that. Yeah. Look, they're just like driving in that point and like, oh yeah, look at it. It's awesome. And it's really just somebody fucking drew this shit. It's just in the background. Yeah. But they've worked with what they got, but it is, you know, it is nice to see. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I noticed about this movie too, before we uh, go further with the plot, just right off the, the bat is and this made the movie just that much more enjoyable for me to watch is this movie has music in it. Yeah. Like Frankenstein and Dracula didn't. And so there was a lot of, if somebody wasn't talking, you had a lot of silence. Yeah. And it just, and like a good score to a movie does a lot for a movie. Yeah. Just enhances that viewing experience. Yeah. Seriously. But I, and I can't remember when it was. I mean, it was climax time. So it was probably like 55 minutes in or some shit. But, uh, I forgot what it was, but something was going on with the Wolfman and the music was just fucking going. Yeah. And like they didn't know how to change it up because the next fucking scene starts and there's no, music or anything so it was really strange how the transition was but other than that i enjoyed the music that was yeah. pretty good so you'd mentioned like larry larry comes home he you know he's talking to his dad they go up to they turn the attic into an observatory and this is the nicest fucking attic i've ever seen oh Got yeah these big panel windows and everything i'm just like wow I mean, they got this big ass telescope and Larry goes and he uh, fixes it or does something to it. And his dad's like, oh man, are you into uh, astronomy? And he's like, no, not really. I just like working with my hands. Yeah. Just like fixing shit. Yeah. But he decides to take the telescope for a spin, essentially. And oh, he's yeah. look- and they're, and they're, the only way he knows how. Yeah. So he starts looking at like different buildings. He's not looking at the stars. He's not looking at the sky. He's not looking at trees. He's looking at buildings in the town. And I'm like, and I'm assuming yeah. like that the Talbots are like the main family in this yeah, area. They're up on the, on the hill and shit. And so he's looking down with the telescope and he sees our female lead. Yeah. And 
he just fucking watches her like yeah. a creep. And see, look, look, let me let me say this uh, right out the gate that. All right, you just fixed your dad's fucking telescope, right? You just put this new fancy lens in, okay? And you are fucking just looking around with it and trying to, you know, fine-tune it. You know, you do look in the street for somebody reading a newspaper, you know, see if you can read the shit that's on the newspaper, see how good this lens is. And then you move it, and oh, shit, you ended up in a window with someone. And you're like, oh, my God, this person's beautiful. You know, well, not only that. He so then you look to see where they him. are. I was just to say, but then then you see like he's looking to see where they where you can find them and yeah. go and be like, hey, I saw you f- from across the fucking town, and I wanted to come say, hey, not come up with some shit and take stock of where everything in her room is. That's right. fucking creepy. You could have just yeah. been like, hey, it's creepy enough, but I felt like I had to come say hi. Yeah, because he but goes he, he goes yeah. in the shop to talk to the girl, and he's like, oh, I'm looking for some uh, crescent moon earrings. And she's like, well, yeah, we don't have any of those. ones. Yeah. And she's like, well, we don't have any, have any of those. He's like, oh, no, you got some in your room upstairs on your dresser. Yeah. And she's like, how do you know that? And, he, and this guy's like, I'm psychic. Anytime I see a pretty girl, I instantly know everything about her. Yeah, I instantly know where her earrings are. Yeah. So, yeah. It, but, it so, he had a very strange game to be a rich guy. Mm-hmm. And so, he ends up he ends up buying a cane while he's in there. And, you know, the only reason he's buying something is because he's trying to, to hit on his girl. Yeah, exactly. Who so, keeps clearly saying no to him. Multiple times, yes. Multiple times. And he doesn't take no for an answer. Uh-uh. So I guess he had never heard of you. No means no. Yeah, they hadn't started saying that as much in the uh, 40s. But, he, yeah, he ends up buying a cane. She shows him a couple canes. And he ends up settling on this wolf cane with a pentagram. And it turns out that this town is obsessed with werewolves. Yeah, seriously, because she's like, oh, yeah, that's that's a fucking werewolf thing. And it's funny because if they all know this and they know that this is a special type of thing, why would it just be in a fucking bin of canes? Yeah. One of those things was just a stick. And it's in there with the fucking werewolf cane. That's pretty careless. But what really is cool, and it is kind of funny, like uh, that we're watching this movie from 1941. And she works in an antique shop. So I found myself like thinking, man, that's really cool seeing all this shit that for back then was antiques. And if you look at it now, so much of it was silver. And then it's, that makes sense for the werewolf aspect, but it is funny because a lot of shit nowadays is all, if it's fancy, it's got a silver shine to it, you know? Yeah. Like you said, though, she keeps telling him no on the date thing or, you know, but he's just like, I'll see you at eight. I'll yeah. Like I'm going to be here at eight. Yeah. And he shows up at fucking eight. And sneaks and, up on her. Yeah. And you can kind of, it looked like she was kind of waiting. She was curious to see if he was going to show yeah. up, but then he did show up. And he gets caught. They, they went to go do the, Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. She had already called the friend in. Yeah. Call a friend to go get like, the fortune just, read because they decided to go get their fortunes read because they talked yeah. about that during uh, their conversation. Uh, we're talking about the gypsies, I guess, coming into town. And so they were going to get the fortune read and she invites her friend Jenny along. Yeah, poor Jenny. Yep. And I got it in my uh, notes here. Larry's date plan got ruined. Yep. But he don't give a shit. He is so persistent. Oh, yeah. The next note right after that, though, everyone knows about werewolves. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. It's fucking insane that, it, that everyone's surprised of these werewolf attacks that are about to be happening because everyone's like, seems like they're always already like just waiting around. They all seem like a bunch of experts. Oh, yeah. And it's a whole bunch of coincidence, too, because literally, you sell a werewolf came to a guy and then the gypsies show up. So it's like, Hey, let's go get our fortune read. Mm-hmm. Turns out somebody's about to get, you know, werewolfed up. So have you ever had your fortune read? I've never had my, I don't think I've ever done the card thing. I've never had the fortune read, nothing like that. Other than something silly, you know, this, uh, me neither. I don't want somebody to tell me that my life sucks. <laughs> yeah. I want somebody to tell me like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get divorced again. That's what's in your future. Like I'm good. It's, it's happened twice. They want you to leave with good news, to where you're like, hell yeah, let me tip you for giving yeah. me that awesome ass fortune. The but this movie also, well, we talked about Claude Rains briefly being in the movie. You know, he was in The Invisible Man, but Bella yeah. Lugosi's in this movie also because he plays the fortune teller, the gypsy Bella. Yeah, yeah, like was, they didn't yeah. think too hard about this name. They're like, we need a name for your character, Bella. I got it, Bella. No, so I thought I like to think of it as they go in and they're like, all right, so that your character's name is John, and he's like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> he just keeps denying name after name after name until like, Turning you know down. what? Fuck it. What do you think about this one? And he's like, perfect. And the reason I actually ever uh, had your fortune done before those because i don't know if you noticed it or not but when he's getting ready to do the cards bell and ghosty's like cut the cards yeah i'm like are y'all playing they're about to play blackjack? fucking blackjack yeah <laughs> fucking about to play some blackjack and he's like cut him i know you don't trust me bitch just cut him i fucking expect him to just like take a smoke off a cigarette larry like he just fucking hates his life Right. Larry uses this moment though while she's uh while Jenny's getting her fortune read to go for yeah. going a walk. And like I said, that's why I was saying he was so persistent because he's like, Hey, look, we can't all read her fortune. Let me go over here so we, I can read you your fortune. Yeah. And he finally admits to spying on her and being yeah. a general creep. And I'm glad that she had the reaction she did, like, wait, what? No, that ain't that's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, because it is. Like, yeah, but that doesn't last too very, too long with her. Oh, uh, no, no. She quickly changes. I think that might have been the way that they did it in the 40s. Like, that would have been a flattering thing. I spied I on you with my looking glass. Yeah, that's pretty fucking creepy. But you never know. Yeah. Well, we find out that Gwen's engaged. Yeah, seriously. We find out mm. that she wasn't bullshitting about having a fiance. Yeah. 
and she's engaged to somebody that works for the Talbot family. Yeah. Was I, what was it the groundskeeper or something? I can't remember. Uh, he was the guy was that was stable like, master. He was something. Fuck, I didn't write that I forget down. what it was, but it was something important. And he was the one that was like wanting to hunt mainly, mainly hunt the wolf battery. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. Outside of like the main characters, I had a tough time keeping track of who was who. Cause it, yeah, just, I, I feel the same. Sometimes they, they all do the same person. They're generic looking people. Well, yeah, like, and they all wore suits, but it's like, oh, well, he wasn't wearing a, a formal suit. He was wearing a fucking jungle exhibition suit. Multiple I people, think. too, I think, were smoking pipes. Yeah, like so, I said, they do blend in, blend together pretty, pretty. Yeah, when you got like three dudes smoking a pipe and they're all wearing fucking suits, it's hard to keep track of who's who. Now I got the same hairstyle. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, hold on. Which one was he? The one with the glasses? I don't even fucking know at this point. I don't even know what any of these. He was the one with the black but, pipe. The other guy had the brown pipe, damn it. Yeah. But it's a black and white movie. I don't know what to tell you then. Exactly. Learn your pipes. <laughs> That's right. Learn your pipes. I but thought. Yeah, it, man. It's, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's. Um, it was real crazy because uh, I was laughing because as soon as she does her thing, he's like, hey, let's go and let's go walk in the woods. And she, like you said, you know, she lets him know about the fiance. He still doesn't give a shit. Now it's like, all right, hold on, dude. Now you're, you have well crossed mm-hmm. into, you are being very fucking creepy and you're pushing too much, you know, and she still doesn't push her away. Nope. Have you ever seen another movie where the victim, the next victim of a werewolf has a pentagram in her palm? I've never seen that. I don't think I've never heard of it. Or it doesn't ring a bell anyway. You know, I'll have to look that up and see if that's like a thing or if that was just something they made up for the movie. Cause you got, you have Bella He's looking at Jenny's hand and he sees the pentagram on her hand and he's like, uh, you gotta go. Uh, he knows that he's home, about get away to from, get away from her or get away yeah. from here. And it turns out that Bella is a werewolf. But apparently he fully transformed into a wolf and not a wolf man. Yeah, like I don't understand what that right there was. I wonder if he was like full blooded born a werewolf and that might be why he can go to that length but if you're bit by a true werewolf you turn into a wolf man that's how i'm i choose to th- think of it yeah he so he tells yeah he tells jenny to leave and jenny leaves and then she gets attacked by a wolf <laughs> she goes this way he's like wait 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 now go that way that'll be easier for me you're right and then larry beats the shit out of the wolf that attacked her Oh, he fucks that thing up. And he's got that silver cane, and he's with the wolf's head on it and the pentagram. He's going to town on this fucking wolf. Yeah, he beats that thing senseless. But the wolf bites Larry. Oh, yeah, it gets him. Bites Larry, bites him in the chest, and apparently he's going for his juggler because we find out that like the people that, that die in this movie, they're dying from having their jugglers severed or ripped yeah. open. Uh, so these these 
wolfman and werewolves or wolves or whatever they're going for the throat. Oh yeah, they, but they yeah, Larry beats the shit out of them. Jenny's dead. Got her throat ripped out. And I, in my notes, I have Bella was a werewolf question mark. Cause at this point, you know, it's still hasn't really yeah. been fully explained. You don't know, but yeah, you find out that, um, the next day when they find the bodies, they find Jenny's body and they find Bella's body. And then besides Bella's body, they find Larry's cane. And Larry had already yeah. admitted to like killing a wolf. He's like, yeah, a wolf attacked Jenny and I killed it. And they're like, yeah. well, there's no wolf here. There's like, there's only Bella. And he's like, well, I didn't, you know, kill a man. I killed a wolf. Yeah. And he's and like, they immediately me, are like, no, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Cause he shows them where he got bit and there's nothing there. He's already healed. Yeah. But it's funny because. He said blood on his fucking shirt and shit, and there's a scar still there. But I guess he's been gone for a while, so I'm sure they didn't do a scar inspection as soon as he walked in. <laughs> so they, they'll get, I'll let him get away with that one. Yeah, and you get the feeling that the cops suspect Larry, which is a which is a natural thing. I mean, because if you're living in a sane world where werewolves don't exist. Yeah, and you find somebody's cane beside the dead body, and it's obviously been bludgeoned. Then what the natural conclusion you're going to come to is it's got to be this person. Yep. So you so they so yeah, left the fucking murder weapon behind, and that's another thing. Whenever they came to talk to him about it, mm-hmm. they brought the cane, and yeah. then they left the fucking cane on the table. Right. Like, obviously, they had to, to where they could have it back in their possession for the movie. Yeah. But it's like, they just left the murder weapon just sitting right there. It's like, we're keeping, we're watching you, but we're just going to leave this here. We're going to give you this murder weapon back. Okay. Yeah. Do with it what you will. But you get, um, the town people start looking at Larry weird, you know, and they, yeah, you can kind of get the feeling that they think he's done it also, that he's in on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he goes into church and then everyone, like, everyone. Everybody, like dominoes. You know, yeah. one pew turns their head, the next pew turns their head, and then the next, and the next, and so forth and so on. And then after, you know, and they do it in sides. So the left yeah. side of the church does it first. And once it gets up to the front, it swings over to the right side, starting at the front, and they start looking back, and they start dominoing back to him, and then he runs out and leaves, because he's a heathen. I mean, I don't blame him. He's freaking out. Yeah. But, um, they have a disagreement on how to bury Bella. Because the the priest or whatever is like, you know, we gotta say a prayer, and and the gypsy lady's like, that's not how we do it. He's yeah. like, y'all guys are out here partying. And they're like, yeah, you know, that's, that's our custom. So, you know, they're celebrating Bella's life. And then the guy's like, well, you know, this is how we need to bury him. And they're like, no, 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 we're not doing that. And then in my notes, and just so y'all know, I took four pages of notes. I'm proud of myself. Daniel thought about taking notes for probably four seconds and said, fuck it. No. But he's like, fuck those notes. And then I, it's in quotations. 
the word parents, but it's these parents don't seem old enough to be the parents of their children in this movie. Claude Rains yeah. doesn't look old enough to be Lon Chaney's father. Uh, even Gwen, the love interest, her dad doesn't look really old enough to be her, uh, be her dad. Yeah, that one I can agree with, but it's not as much. Well, uh, but the Larry but the, and his dad are oh yeah, off, man. It, and and they then, look like they were probably brothers. Yeah, and Larry is tall, and John, his father, is is short too. Yeah. A, which isn't out of the realm of possibility because my dad's short and I'm six three. So, I mean, it yeah. does happen, but. Just physically, when you look at them, they don't look like the age difference between them is large enough for one of them to be the other person's father. Yeah. I like how movies, um, casting offices and things like that started trying to at least make them look like they could be related a little, you know, yeah. it makes it a little more believable instead of just getting who the hell can play it, you know? Well, they could do like they did in Looper and just digitally. <laughs> Enhance somebody's face. You watched no. Looper, didn't you? No, I never watched Looper. Really? No. So, you know, but I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, and where uh, Bruce Willis comes back from the future to yeah kill himself. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, and yeah. they digitally like enhance Joseph Gordon Levitt's face, or whatever, so he looks more like Bruce Willis. Yeah. So it looks like you can be like, oh yeah, this is the same person. How about the uh, the parent? Jenny's parents, her mom, and a bunch of other people just start blaming Gwen for the death. They're like, oh, yeah. it's Gwen's fault because she was out there walking around with this guy. And like, Gwen didn't get your daughter killed. And whatever Gwen does with her own time is her own fucking business. Yeah, it is weird because it's like, why'd you invite her out there? Why did you leave her there? This, that, and the other. Yeah. It's, and, and I know that people just blame people whenever a tragedy strikes, but like, I would still, I'd be blaming that guy that killed the other guy, like everybody else in town. Just lump him in be like, you killed her. Then you killed them. Oh, oh, that's just messed up. Yeah. And even if it was the situation where they were half believing him that he did kill the guy who was killing the girl, he defended her, you know? So mm -hmm. you think that to save been a little more, yeah. Yeah, a little bit more open arms, but, you know, a grieving mother. And then we got Gwen's fiance. He makes his appearance, uh, this generic-looking dude. And he uh, he comes to see Gwen, but, you know, her dad's like, oh, well, she's got a visitor, Larry Talbot's here. And he's like, oh, I want to you know, see him also. But when he first meets him, he has like a frosty, you know, just kind of reception to Larry. He doesn't really say anything to him. And then it turns out that he couldn't take his eyes off of the cane. You know, he was mesmerized by this wolf's head cane. Yeah. I just thought that he was like, what the fuck is this dude doing in my fiance's crib? That's what I thought at first, too. But then he, you know, later on, he's like, well, let's, you know, hang out. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Because if I'm like worried for my fiance and I go by the dad's house, and back then you did ask fathers for their, you know, blessing and shit. Uh -huh. 
And then he's like, oh, yeah, some fucking guy. Just like whenever he was like, do you mind if I sit with her? Larry. And he's like, oh, no problem. Of course. No, the fuck he wouldn't have said that. He'd have been like, she's got a fiance and he's probably on the way. You need to get the fuck out of you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was, was kind of weird. It is a weird situation going on with this shit because now that he's went and checked on her, he starts to tell her, right? He starts to tell her, hey, look, turns out I got bit. Yeah. And I got the the werewolf well and i think it's i think it's frank uh jenny's fiance he had i believe it was him that had made the comment that you know larry larry's a tragic person and he's only gonna have harm come to himself yeah yeah and they get this uh they go to the was it a fucking gypsy carnival they went to or something like that or was it a town carnival the next fucking night, it, or at least it seems like, was there a time jump in there somewhere? I don't know, because I, I it swear. It seems like there should have been. I swear that I heard at some point, and I may be wrong, I thought they said that if you're a werewolf, you change into a werewolf seven times a year. And um, it seemed like these changes were happening pretty rapid fire once they started. Because you, yeah, you got Bella, who turned into a werewolf. And then when Larry makes his transformation, he has two like back-to-back nights of it. Yeah. Yeah. See, the thing for me is, is at one point, I believe it's Larry that says that he says something along the lines of all those nights ago or all the, or all that time ago. But the, I did not see anything talking about like two weeks later or anything yeah. like that. I don't remember there being a time jump. So oh, it was a little yeah. confusing. Because it did seem like that was the next fucking night. All of this mayhem just went down. And the next night, now everybody's like, we're all going out to the gypsies tonight. Did you hear the shit that went down last night with the gypsies? Like they're fucking bored and they want to have some excitement in their life because the whole fucking town's partying. Yep. And then you got Frank who's like, you know, hey, Larry, come hang out with me and my fiance who you're obviously attracted to. Let's yeah. all have fun together. You know, Larry, to to his credit on this one, he wasn't going to go with him. But he's like, no, come on, come on. Yeah. And they go and shoot the targets. And he's, you know, Larry's uh, shooting all the targets. And then a wolf pops up and he hesitates. Well, can't shoot that wolf. Yep. He's part of the wolf gang now. The wolf pack. Wolf pack. But yeah, it is funny because that guy's like, oh yeah, man, like I, I, you are not a threat. You can come hang out with us, bud. And people were just friendly in the forties. Right. Larry, Larry gets visited by the gypsy woman though. And I yeah. cannot remember her name. I didn't write it down, but she tells Larry that Bella was a werewolf. Yeah. And she gives him a charm to wear that says it'll protect him. Now this is a, uh, this is a Chekhov's gun situation, or at least I thought it was a Chekhov's gun situation where if you see an object, it, you know, and it's brought into play that, or it's brought to your attention that it would come into play later. Yeah. You know, the, the theory behind Chekhov's gun, right? If there's a gun on the wall, then you show a gun on the wall in the scene. The next same gun should come into play later on in the film. And yeah. that's what I felt about this charm that she gave him. And the only thing that happened with this charm is that Larry gives it to Gwen and tells her that it'll protect her, which it doesn't. 
no. do shit. So the only thing I could think is, is that it would have prevented Larry from turning into a werewolf if he had it. That's what but I was he, thinking. But he gave it away. Immediately. Yeah. Unless there was a time jump and we missed it. <laughs> yeah, the time jump of an entire montage of him testing out this medallion and seeing how long he can go without it, what happens when he doesn't have it, or what happens when he does wear it for a month straight. You know, it's just funny. It's like it just skips and it's like I've turned out that this thing's useless for me. It may protect yeah. you. But I thought the same thing. I thought that that was going to be how they were going to save him in the end. Yeah. Little did we know. Well, no. So if anything, we found out that these universal monster movies are tragic. Oh, very tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least for the monsters involved. Yeah. Yeah. Which Dracula was killing people. So like when he died, it's like, okay, he deserves that. Frankenstein's monster had an abnormal brain. Because uh, what's his name dropped a good brain when uh, old <laughs> fucking Butterfingers. Yeah. So he had an abnormal brain. So there's part of it where you know he's sympathetic, like you know he's playing with the girl and he throws her into the water. But ultimately, he still has the brain of somebody that was abnormal. So he's somewhat of a tragic figure, but the Wolfman, Larry Talbot, is like the first one in these movies where it's not his fault. Yeah. And the gypsy woman even says that. She's like, you walk a thorny road through no fault of your own. Yeah. Like, she says that shit multiple times, too. That and the other little uh, werewolf nursery rhyme, which I can't remember. Yeah, no, right? It's like, holy shit. That's a say, another thing where it's like everyone knows that nursery rhyme. Mm-hmm. It was like the lady in the store told me the exact same thing. Like, how does everybody know this but me? Yeah. It's like, shouldn't this be inscribed on the fucking cane somewhere? And it, uh, what gets me though is like after she tells Larry that, you know, Bella was a werewolf. They go and all the gypsies start whispering amongst each other. And they get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, they had a fucking werewolf running around with them. But now they're like, oh, there's a werewolf that's not one of us is around. We got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What kind of sense does that make? Because you exactly. think gypsies would, be, gypsies would be a little down with werewolves. You know? Where's like, all of them leave werewolves except- like, keep shit exciting, you know? <laughs> right. And all of them leave except for the, the old woman, though. She's, st- she's still around. She yeah. pops up multiple times to tell Larry, you walked a thorny road through no fault of your own. Yeah. Because, you know, God knows we needed to hear that 18 times. But yeah, the gypsies are leaving because there's a werewolf in the camp. And like you said, they had a werewolf in the camp. Why is it a big deal now? What changed? It's like this one can't get, transform into a full wolf, so we got to get the hell out of there. They're unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these wolf man hybrids, you can't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Larry gives away his charm, like we talked about. He gives it away, like right after getting it, and he gives it to Gwen, and she's like, "Well, I don't never take a gift without giving something in return." So here's a penny, and Larry's like, "That's not enough." Yeah. And they almost kiss. 
And then Larry gets a huge wedgie from his gun, from his bike. Now, it's really crazy because um, this is only a couple of days that's went by, unless, like I said, there was some type of time skip or there was a, a fault in the writing or something. Something just didn't make sense, or I probably missed something, most likely. But they just fucking met in, in weird conditions. And it's only been a few days. And he keeps going to her like, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, dude, yeah, I know that she was a pretty girl that you saw on the telescope, but you got bit by a fucking werewolf and you're a werewolf now. Yeah. You need to be going to the people you can trust, not the pretty girl you met yesterday. You know, you need to put that shit on hold until you figure out this whole werewolf situation. Yeah. But he's like in love with this bitch and like, it's it's crazy and, and the, she seems and, to come around too. she seems to come around to where she's because she's like i want to run away with him mm-hmm. i, I want to go help him protect himself yeah you have yeah, a whole ass fiance and a whole life yeah i feel like there's got to be some time skips right that just there's got to be something because it, it doesn't make sense for all this to happen in the span of like three days yeah, but it's weird whenever they don't tell you. And even if, even if there was a week, um, time skip, it's like the next weekend, right? Mm-hmm. You think that they would throw something in there if it was like a past conversation about like, yeah, have we heard? Have we learned anything else new about this situation since last weekend, or something letting us know? that some time has passed, but I, I swear, I do not think that they did. I think that it was just the next fucking morning for us, but may have been a few days. I don't know. Yep. We finally get to Larry change. Like the movies, we talked about this earlier. The movie's only 70 minutes long. Uh, and I know you said it felt like it was packed full. And I felt like, I mean, I felt like there was never like any downtime in the movie. Really? I felt like I had good pacing. Yeah. Um, but I know at one point when I was watching it, I looked up and I was like 35 minutes into the movie and I didn't, it didn't feel like 35 minutes and I had like 32 minutes left. And then yeah. when I started, when I came back and finished it and I started watching it, I swear it was like 10 minutes past and it was just like, holy shit, this movie's humming along. Yeah. So we get Larry's first transformation and it starts with his feet. And yeah, he looks it's, down at his feet and he sees they're, they're getting hairy and Larry has stripped down on some of his clothes. So he's like in a, a muscle shirt at this point and some pants and he's looking yeah. at his feet and you see them get hairy and he starts going through the change. And then the next time you see him, he's full on Wolfman. Yeah. But it looks like he put on a shirt to be the Wolfman because he's not in that muscle shirt anymore. He's in like a shirt with sleeves. Yeah, I noticed that. I did notice that uh, that was a hell of a discrepancy because, like you said, he had uh, started looking at the hair on his arms, and then, he, like he, then he pulled his, like his, I guess his pants legs up, uh-huh. and then he could see the hair, and then it was like you said, it was shifting for the hair. But as soon as you see him again, now he like threw a jacket on real quick. Yeah, you know. It's like you got to be well dressed if you're going to be a werewolf. I mean, it looked pretty cold and chilly with all that fog at night. Yeah, I tell you what, dude, I like the sets in this movie. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, I like the fog. I like the uh, the, the tapestries. The woods, the woods look good. Yeah, like the wooded area, man. It was, and yeah, it looked, and it had a creepy vibe to it, so mm-hmm. it did the job well. Yeah, I would probably say that out of the three movies that we watched for this one, that uh, the Wolfman probably to me had the best. I don't know ambiance. Maybe he's the word. Um, like it felt spooky when you it had did. those nights. It, it did. I agree. Work. I see. Yeah, the other um, the other movies, you were pretty much just set to set. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything was happening in these big ass rooms and shit. You know, so it seemed like a play a little bit. You know. With this, and you had all the the fog with the the woods and the the creepy vibes, you know. You get the feeling that movie making was coming into its own with this movie. And I'm sure there was other movies that came out that, you know, progressed the art of movie or filmmaking forward. But we're not talking about those movies. We're talking about the movie. We're talking about the Universal Monster movies. And this one, you see, it has a large step as far as, you know, the progression goes of just making a film. Like when we talked about the music in the film, uh, you got music in this film, not just in the credits, but then the, uh, sets looked really good. You know, it yeah. just, you could see people were getting more comfortable with making movies, I guess. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um, and then also, and I, I right here, Larry's acting suspicious. So he kills somebody. Like, oh man, who the fuck did he kill? Um, he killed the uh, what was it? Was he the grave? Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. yeah. He ends up killing somebody, and he he rips their jugular. Uh, same way that Jenny died. Yeah, yeah. Um, kills her the same way. But um. Larry starts acting suspicious. So the, the, uh, these guys come to visit Larry at his home, Larry and his dad. And they're, you know, just talking about the kills and stuff like that. And Larry's just, you know, he's kind of like, well, um, you know, what if this happened or what if, you know, something like this happened and blah, blah. You can just tell like his acting in this movie to me was really good. Like Lon Chaney. Yeah. I was impressed. Uh, I would say it's probably my favorite performance out of the three movies we saw was his performance here. Um, just cause you, you get the feeling like watching him, like he's really portraying like the urgency of the situation. Yeah. And he's really coming across as somebody that's worried about what's happening to him and definitely had the most depth of a character. Yeah. And he's trying to like find things out without tipping people off that, you know, he's the culprit and stuff like that. And you can just feel the desperation. Yeah. Cause oh, like shit. I said, with, uh, Dracula, you know, it was, he had been doing this for a while. He, he was a pro. So he was just doing his thing all creepy th- yeah. and shit like that. Then with Dr- Frankenstein, he's crazy as hell trying to do this, you know, create a monster and, trying to play God, these things. And that's got more depth than a vampire that's been just around for so long doing his thing. But, but this is like you said, is he's, this guy's an innocent and you know, this, what happened to him is not his fault. 
you know, he's not playing God. He's not already a monster himself, but he's trying to tries to save someone and be a hero and yeah. in turn gets this affliction. Yeah. So the doctor and the dad end up arguing about Larry. I like the best course of action. And yeah. the doctor's like, he's got to get away from here. Like your son is mentally ill. He needs to leave this environment and get away from here. And the dad's like, no, you know, it's been like five generations of Talbots in this area. And, you know, we've never had this happen and whatever. And he's going to stay. Yeah. So then they, <laughs> they go out in the woods and they set some traps. They set some bear traps. Oh yeah. And they're really good at setting fucking bear traps. I'm going to say right now. Yeah. They, I didn't, I didn't think the traps were going to work, but yeah, they set the trap and Larry gets caught in, it, in his wolfman form immediately. Yeah. And he tries to get <laughs> away. And it's he, like he, was he falls for on the ground. And then the fucking gypsy shows up again. Yeah. Or no, it wasn't the gypsy. No, it wasn't the gypsy. It was, uh, shit, my bad. No, it was Gwen. The gypsy shows. Was it or Gwen? Or was it no, no, gypsy? no. It was the, it was the gypsy lady. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, the it gypsy? was the gypsy. Yeah. Cause she says the lullaby to him and he heals him. But what's crazy is this. He fucking finds that trap immediately gets mm-hmm. caught in it, falls over, is wiggling around and can't, and fucking not getting it. And whenever he falls over and makes all this noise and everybody starts hauling ass towards him and the hound dogs and everything, yeah. he just lays behind a fucking log and they just lose miss him, him. Yeah. just like that. Just miss the shit out of him. Like, but he couldn't have just disappeared. Well, look around a little bit, motherfucker, because they just kept going. Right. They And these guys have been following tracks because they yeah. followed the fucking wolf tracks all the way back to the Talbot. Yeah. state but now all of a sudden you can't follow a fucking track yeah or maybe some blood dogs. that should be on the ground exactly and the, the dogs is what disappointed me the most because those are like supposed to be tracking dogs Nah, these these were and fucking, they just kept on they got the wrong dogs they got they got like the fucking children's dogs or something and left the tracking hounds yeah. back in the kennel yeah they fucked up yeah so but, but she tells the lullaby, the lullaby to him, and then he, you know, de-hulks out. Yeah. And fucking. Well, maybe if that if that can stop you from being a werewolf, or at least stop your transformation and revert yeah. you back to human, maybe that's something you should have taught to some other people. Yeah. That's that's definitely one that you'd be like, okay, hey, look. Your girlfriend is running around with you. She really needs to learn this, these words. I got to ask this question. The poster behind your head, is that yeah. lightsabers? Yeah, Nina got it for me. It's like a poster with a bunch of lightsabers. She got it for me for Christmas. Okay. I thought it was. I couldn't. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, it's a newer, newer. Uh, yeah, because I can see the uh, Kylo Ren and the dark saber, or the white, oh, I, I I haven't watched Mandalorian. Yeah, it's got that one. There's uh, several. I'm assuming Mace Windu's is up there. 
Yeah, it's so funny because like this is all new the new shit. Like mm-hmm. it's got Ray's, it's got Kylo's, it's got the fucked up Anakin's, uh, and it's got Luke's, but it's got Mace Windu's because <laughs> it's like got to get got to throw the purple one in there, right? But it's yeah. Anyway, but yep, she got me that. Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. Larry decides that he needs to get the fuck out of Dodge. Larry wants to leave. And like you had said earlier, like, unless there's not, unless there was a time jump, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Cause uh-huh. Gwen's ready to leave with him. Yeah. Well, like, it still don't make any sense without it, even with the time jump, because she's still got her fiance that she's happy with. That's true. Who she's, who's fucking comforting her at the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's very confusing, and it might be because of the generation gap for us, because it might be like, oh, hey, you're off the table because you have a fiance, but until you get married, you're still fair game, and yeah, people it, will still fight and try to get a relationship with you. The swinging or parties. people are just cool with being friends, but I don't think that was it. No, she uh, yeah, like I said, she was ready to fucking leave. Uh, yep. She tells her dad, she's like, I'm going with him. Yeah. And Larry's like, no. And then Larry looks at her, her palm yep. and he sees this and he sees the pentagram. And he sees the mark. And he, um, he goes to his father and he, you know, he tells him like he wants to leave whatever, but his father's like, no, you know, you get to beat this here. And he straps him to a chair. Yeah. You know what? That we never saw Larry get out of it. That's right. We never saw Larry get out of his chair. No. But the father, he he asked his father, he's like, Are you gonna stay with me? And he's like, Well, of course not. I gotta go out here with the guys and hunt this wolf. And then while they're hunting the wolf, you know, he's like, I gotta get back home to my son. Yeah. So it's like he can't make up his mind. And then Gwen goes after Larry. And this is where you think that the little charm that he gave her mm-hmm. is going to come into play. And it doesn't. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, okay, well then the, the gypsy is going to be like, he has to wear the thing. And it's like, Oh, that's it. And then it'll just give it to him. Then, it'll, you know, the end. Yeah. But no, that's not at all what happens. No. And it's fucking tragic. Like this was a tragic it really movie. Is. And we kind of held off on, I, mean, I don't know why we're worried about like spoilers or anything like that, because I mean, it's a movie from 1941, but it has a tragic end. And Larry's dad, John ends up having to kill his son. Beat him we, to fucking death with that yeah, fucking cane. Exactly. It's not even like he shot. Cause they, they mentioned it at one point they're shooting at him. And they're like, oh, I got him, I got him. And they're like, ah, oh, you gotta have silver bullets to kill a werewolf. Yeah, you know, like the random guys, like, oh, you guys didn't fucking know. Like, right. What the fuck? Of course we didn't know. That's why we're using regular bullets, asshole. <laughs> but yeah, he beats him to death with the fucking cane, just you know, mirroring what Larry did earlier in the movie with Bella. Except yeah. that we we assumed that Bella was a full blown wolf, and Larry is a wolf man. Yeah. There's a difference. There is. So what's your... Is the other one called a man wolf? 
it's a man bat situation, Batman man bat. Yeah. L- let me ask you this with, uh, with werewolves. What is your preference on how they look? Do you prefer them just to be like full on wolves or do you like the kind of man wolf hybrid look? I don't know, man. It's crazy. Cause with werewolves, I like werewolves cause they're not as like in your face as vampires and zombies. You know, I like how, I, I like how they're doing their own thing, but I think that I like turning into a wolf. I don't really like a man-looking wolf, like Teen Wolf, right? Yeah. Like, I want to see, I mean, like, you know, something like Harry Potter or some shit, you know, where Lupin turns into a fucking wolf. Yeah. You know, something like that. Or like, a, you know, um, American Werewolf in London. You know, he turns into a fucking wolf. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Now, Teen Wolf is the exception. Teen Wolf's the exception. I well, fucking yeah, love Teen I mean, Wolf. Yeah, it's short as Michael J. Fox out there, you know, hooping. So. Yeah, with Styles. Wasn't Styles his buddy's name in that? Dude, it's been so long since I've seen Teen Wolf. Yeah. I. Like, it is like one of the few like movies from the 80s that I've seen that I haven't revisited. And I don't know why. Did you did you ever watch the second one? I want to say I've seen it before. With Jason Bateman in the box? Yeah, I, I haven't revisited that either. Like, if you ask me to tell you something that happened in Teen Wolf, I can tell you two things. Well, three things. Yep. He surfed on the top of that van. He did that. He played basketball. Yeah. And his dad, you know, knew that he turned into a werewolf because it was a family thing. Yeah. And that's all I can remember. I need to go back and rewatch it. I fucking love it, man. I'm sure it's corny as hell, but God, I love it so much. Oh, I mean, it's It's the 80s. Yeah. Everybody was on cocaine. (laughs) Dude. uh, Yeah. I mean, like we talked about it when we covered Big Trouble Little China, man, but like that's a, you know, those movies from the 80s, you just, you have like each of us has like that movie, I guess it speaks to our soul. Yeah, where you're just like, I love this. I know it's not the greatest thing ever, but for me, I just love it. And that's how I feel like about Big Trouble in China. Like, I love that movie. Like, that is one of my favorite movies. And it's not that way for everybody. And then, you know, like a Teen Wolf, you know, it may be cheesy or corny, but you still like it. And. Yeah. You don't have to explain that to anybody. Like what you want to like, Daniel. Oh, I'll, I'm yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I like be your own man. It's true. So we are at the end of the movie because it's not a very long movie. That's the one drawback about. Oh, I say drawback, but that's the one thing about these episodes that we do on these black and white movies. They tend to be on the shorter side. Yeah, uh, but just because the movies aren't that long. And like the I way think I, this was the shortest one of the three, wasn't it? It could have been. But like the way I wrote my notes for this episode was like I tried to like write down everything that happened. That way we could talk about it. And even when doing that, yeah. 
even with like four pages of notes, it still breezes by. Like this episode yeah. breezed by. Uh, the movie breezed by. Like we've been talking about this movie about as long as this movie, about as long as its runtime. Yeah. But that was also with some tangents where we talked about some other things. Yeah. But yeah, but like I was saying, it's tragic because, you know, John has to kill a son. And then in typical 1930s, 40s fashion, um, they cover Larry's body. Or they're not, they don't cover him. They cover him for him. Yeah. They, they're like, oh, well, it's obvious that, you know, this wolf attacked Gwen and Larry fought it off, you know, and saved her and perished and yeah. died and then roll credits. And then oh, even yeah. the credits it's, aren't long. No, it's fucking funny because it's like, oh, Larry. And then at the end. It's so funny when they do that. Like, it's so funny because it's just like they are trying so hard to wrap it up and be done with yeah. it. All right, everybody it's, get the fuck out of the theater. Go home. It's the exact opposite of Return of the King where it felt like it. the ending lasted for an hour. Yeah, exactly, right? While they wrapped everything up. <laughs> now, back in the day, oh, yeah, the Wolfman's dead. All right, guys, let's go. Yeah. All right. Well, I, mean, I feel like we should talk about more stuff, but you know. Well, I mean, you know, uh, you've been feeling, buddy. How have I been feeling? I've been feeling good, man. I've been feeling good. I've been fucking good. tired. I'm staying busy. Um, but yeah, that's about yeah, that's about it. I, I'm I'm good. I feel good. Okay. All right, so we got a few things to wrap up before before we finish this episode. First off, oh, yeah, for sure, we got to do our ratings. Yeah, would you give it? I'm curious. Um, Wolfman, I give it a solid two and a half because I mean it was enjoyable and I liked it, but. Is that something I'm just going to jump back to? Dude. Like, actually, it's funny because the Village of the Damned, I know I always come back to it. Yeah. But it was on TV uh, this time I was on the boat. And I'm just, you know, pushing through or whatever. And I got to, like, AMC or something. And I was like, holy shit. So everybody kind of coming through was, you know. Thinking and why are you watching this black and white movie? old-ass movie. Yeah, and I'm like, man, you have no idea. It's fucking good. Like, I only watched like 15 minutes of it. Well, you should have told him. You should have been like, if you listen to my podcast. Yeah. Like, I would know Cap- how I feel about this movie. Yeah. You just tell him, like, like they did in that uh, Tom Hanks movie. You just tell him, I'm the captain now. Yeah. Listen to my podcast. That's right. Two and a half stars. You are the toughest critic ever. I mean, you got to respect that. Like, you're. Well, like I you said, really got to learn Daniel's love. Whenever it comes to my ratings, it's uh, um, a lot of it is and does have to do with my rewatchability. Yeah, you know? well, that makes sense because uh, it's just my rating. You know, like I'm not. There's probably all kinds of things. If I were to do like an official thing where I was trying to like rate it as fairly on each individual thing as possible, yeah, I'm sure I'd come up with you know other ratings for him but 
I'm just like, I, will I ever watch this movie again? No. That's why Teen Wolf 2 gets a five-star rating for me. Oh. I'll watch it over and over again. Your first five-star rating is Teen Wolf 2. Yeah. Um, so you don't think you'll watch this movie again? No, I'll watch this again. I was going to say, I could see myself watching this movie again. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, little different on my rating. I gave it four stars. Hell yeah. Um, I, like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the story. I thought the acting from, especially like from Lon Chaney, I thought he did an amazing job as Larry Talbot. Uh-huh. I think he, I think he conveyed all the emotions that he was trying to. Um, it was just a stellar performance. Um, even like the special effects, you got, you didn't get to see like a full on transformation. Like you saw a reverse transformation at the end of the movie when he died. Yeah. Which was weird, man, because then they just took the hair off yeah. and you could just see like the makeup that they put on his face to change his face. Mm-hmm. It was weird looking. Yeah, it was. So yeah, it, it had a lot of things going for it. And I just, I really enjoyed it. And it's, it's a movie I can see myself coming back to and watching again, you know, and I guess I'll, I'll segue into the next part of it since I, you know, I, I gave you my rating, you know, four stars. I think, uh, I don't know if I really need to say anything else about the movie. Um, just, it was good. It was a good movie and I really enjoyed yeah. it. But if we're talking about, cause we did this when we did our last block, we rated, we ranked them. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll throw out my rankings and you can throw yours out. But my yeah. man, uh, from bottom to top, Dracula, Frankenstein, the Wolfman. The Wolfman was my favorite out of the three. Yeah. It's funny, man, because I think that that's probably, I haven't thought about it uh, much, but. Oh man, it's crazy because I don't even remember what I gave my rankings, but if I were to sit down and be like, which one would I do what I want to watch right now? Right. Uh, it would, even though I just watched Wolfman, it would be the Wolfman. And, but, but the Wolfman's not my favorite. Cause this is, this is the next question, you know, even with the movies and all of that, which one's your favorite monster? Just not having to do with their movie, but just which monster is your favorite, a werewolf, a vampire, or a, you know, I guess monster. Uh, well, I love uh, some Lost Boys and Friday Night and Thirty Days a Night. So I'd say the vampire is my favorite monster. I mean, come on, man! You know, like that shit. Vampires are fucking ruthless. They're immortal. Oh, dude, like vampire. Yeah, with a bullet. You know what I mean? Like vampires, where it's at. Yeah, but I would agree that. I do think that Wolfman was more enjoyable, you know? And and like you said, it's tragic because, I mean, people feel bad for the monster in Frankenstein mm-hmm. because it's like it didn't ask to be brought in and now it's being treated like a monster and it just was born today, you know? I mean, it is tragic and everything, but it, like you said before, it was, you know, it was a thing that was created. Like it was in human brain or not in human brain, an abnormal brain. And all of these things that just didn't work out, so it become a monster. Yeah, but and he still and he still has like a semblance of choice. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's he's doing these actions, and 
Because like when he fights Dr. Frankenstein at the end of the movie, he knows what he's doing. It's not like he's you know, doing this against his will. Like yeah. what you see with Larry Talbot in the Wolfman, because he's this is against his will. Like he doesn't yeah, want to change into a werewolf, but he is. And when he yeah, changes into a wolf, that that's it. Cause like he uh and we didn't talk about it, but there was a scene where he had um I think it was when he first transformed and he changed back. But he came back to his house, I guess in his werewolf form, because they followed the tracks all the way to the house. Yeah. And then he had left like some muddy tracks on the windowsill, but he wiped them off and he cleaned up the tracks on the floor and shit like that. But you know, you can you get that sense of like this is all happening against his will. He has nothing to do. Like Dracula made a choice to kill people. Frankenstein made a choice to kill people. Or not Frankenstein, but Frankenstein's monster. And the wolfman, Larry Talbot, didn't make that choice. It was made for him when he uh, tried to defend Jenny. Yeah. Now, we didn't talk about this. We, we talked about the scar briefly, but we didn't talk about the scar in his chest. How the fuck did he get bit in a star shape? Yeah, no, it's funny because I, cu- I couldn't see the scar too well, but I know that they described it. Yeah. But that is a hell of a scar to have from a bite. It's a straight up, like, just pentagram, you know? Yeah. Like, come on. And and they didn't think that that was odd. If he's like, hey, dude, I did not have this shit on my chest yesterday. Look at it now. Yeah. Well, even if he didn't, even aside from that, like you said, how do you get a star-shaped uh, scar from somebody biting you? Or yeah. from a wolf biting you? And the dad's just like, ah, everybody has scars. So, yeah, everyone's got a geometrical st- scars on their body somewhere. Yeah, right. It's like, I have an isosceles triangle on my thigh. Yeah, exactly, right? Dude, so that was the Wolfman. Uh, both enjoyed it. Both said we'd watch it again. I will, I'll say this. Um, I'm not going to try to rank all eight movies because now we, we were doing that before when we were watching the black and white movies. And we would rank them all that we had seen. So I'm not going to yeah. rank every one of them because now we're getting up there in number on how many we've watched. This is the eighth yeah. one. Um, I will tell you, though, that my number one is still them. Yeah, I figured so. And it's so funny how we just randomly decided to do Oh, an episode because shit fell through with, for the three man. So it was like, man, let's just do this. It'll just be me and you, whatever. Yeah. Talk about these movies. And, uh, it turned out to be so fucking good. And them was so good mm-hmm. that everything else that we watched since we've compared it to, you know? Yeah. And obviously for me, it village of the damned is my favorite that we've seen so far. Black and white. Yeah. I was going to say, that was a yeah, so we're flip flopped on that because I'd have Billy yeah. and the Damned as uh, number two. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, I actually rewatched them recently. It's funny because I've thought about it a couple of times. Yeah, I can't remember what what I was doing, but I just one day I was just like, mm, "Fuck it, I'm gonna watch it." And I I think I sat down and watched it on my computer. Actually, I think uh, we had you know me and my uh, buddies were playing games or whatever and i think i'd gotten tired of you know playing and i was just like oh, i'm gonna watch a movie so i i turned it on and i streamed it for like anybody that wanted to watch it i don't think anybody watched it with me but yeah i just sat here and watch, at my computer watched the whole thing 
and enjoyed yeah. it as much as the first time. It's funny because I, I, the reason I want to rewatch it is because, uh, kind of getting into it and watching it, not having to do a podcast on yeah, it, being able to appreciate it, it mm-hmm. and then relook at some of the things you notice and then maybe notice more things. So, but yeah, man. All right. That's a whole, that's another block done, dude. It's another, another block. I don't even remember who the fuck chose this. Was this me? Or did you choose choose this? What did we do before? Underwater. Or no, or outer space. Outer I don't even space. fucking remember. You chose it space. It was outer space. You chose space. I chose this. So now it's your turn to choose. So do oh, I put shit. you on, do I put you on the spot and make you choose right now? Oh no. Because I'll no, give me some time to think about that. Okay. Maybe we should have been more prepared for that part to where we could announce it, but fuck <laughs> it. They'll find out. You'll find out when we do it. That's right. So, that's, that's it for the episode, guys. Um, I thank everybody that listened. Uh, Daniel, thanks you as well. I, I speak do. For both, I speak for both of us now. He does. Yeah, so we appreciate y'all listening. Um we appreciate you checking this out if you're watching it on Twitch or if you uh, go back and watch on YouTube. You know, just whatever way you consume our content, we greatly appreciate it and hope you keep listening and watching. And until next time, we will uh, we'll see you later, I guess. All right, take it easy.